0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to an apple a day. I'm your host, Apple, and I hope you all are doing well. We're gonna go ahead and start off with our five minute meditation, as always. I am thankful for overcoming my past mistakes, I let go of all that no longer serves me. I give myself permission to live stress-free without guilt. I accept that failure is part of the road to success. I let go of my anxious thoughts and think of positive ones. I am releasing all tension from my body and mind. I am being patient with myself. I make sure to meditate when going through a hard time. I will communicate my feelings and listen to others' feelings. I am letting go of doubt and fear. Positive thoughts detangle my stressful mind. I appreciate myself. I am mentally and physically relaxed. I release worry and choose to trust. I release any bad thoughts occupying my mind. I choose to live in peace. I will approach one obstacle at a time. I wait with patience and for hard feelings to fade. I am flexible and adapt to the changes in my life. I am in charge of my mind and body. I invite calm into my life. A river of compassion washes away my anger and replaces it with love. I release negative emotions from my system. I am strong enough to overcome adversity. I accept the help offered by people who love me. I am focused on my goals and feel passionate about my life and my work. I make my emotional well being my top priority. I take time to find clarity in stressful situations. At this moment, right here, and right now, all is well. I relax and let go of the things that I cannot control. I am thankful for the hard times, they can only make me stronger. I focus on positive thoughts, feelings, and words. I am not defined by what I do or do not accomplish. I choose calm energy now. I breathe deeply when I feel stressed. Everything I need is within me. I release all tension from my work. I am allowed to have tough days. Tomorrow will be better. I am open about my struggles so others can offer support. I have so much strength inside me. I learned lessons from my worst days. I'm exactly who I need to be. I have everything I need for a happy life. I am at peace with my health. I understand that this situation is only temporary. Okay that ends our five-minute meditation so let's go ahead and get into the episode topic so our episode topic for today is the question how to deal with people So this is, you know, an interpersonal relationship type of question where you really need to look at how you are as a person and the people that you meet around you and understanding how you would need to interact with differently between different people kind of things, right? So one of the biggest things for you to identify is, you know, are you introvert? Are you an extrovert? Are you an ambivert? Right? Introverts, you know, we're in our shells. We don't really associate and socialize like that. Extroverts are the opposite. They're more social butterflies, Um, excuse me. And, you know, they thrive around the company of people. And then you have ambiverts, right? This is a newer one, a definition. And um, an ambivert is somebody that's in the between. So you could be leaning closer to the extrovert side and, you know, thrive around people. But you also like your alone time. Or you can be an inch more introverted in that sense, right? And, you know, like your alone time. But, you know, find it nice when you get to, you know, hang out with friends and people that you're close to. But you need time to recharge. I am more ambivert introvert. Because I, you know, I love having time with my friends. I love to, you know, be with them and laugh and joke. Play video games and stuff. But, you know, I also need time to recharge. Um, Not so much with my close friend and group. But, um, because with my close friend group, it's not really something that I need to recharge because I'm around them all the time kind of thing. I'm fine with them. It's more so, like, meeting new people and, you know, putting myself out there to, you know, talk to people that I don't really know that well and, you know, pushing myself out of my comfort zone, um... That's more so when I know I need to, you know, recharge, especially if I'm dealing with more extroverted people. Um, It's definitely, excuse me, I'm so sorry. It's definitely a draining experience. So, how do you identify how to, you know, yourself and then how you deal with people, right? Right. So, if someone comes up to you and you're carrying your books, right? Say so you're in college, you're carrying your books and someone just smacks your books down. You know, it's rude. And you're like, you know, what the heck? You just slapped my books down. Kind of thing. And it's like how you react says a lot about you. And in that situation, it's a little bit more extreme, but like, That's how you have to approach life in general. No matter what is thrown at you, right? It's not your fault for what is being thrown at you. What is or what counts the most is how you respond to what is thrown at you. That makes all the difference in everything. So... In this example that I just gave, right? If you had somebody that's like that, I would say they're more of an abrasive character. They can be rude, but um, if you get more into it, you know, just talking to them, they just come off harsh, they're very blunt, um, they don't really, you know, have much empathy for other people's feelings on what is said, um, they're more of a say it how it is type of person, you know? you will meet people in your life that are more abrasive and how I understand and interact with them is you know everyone has a say right and everybody's entitled to their own opinion an opinion is not something that's right or wrong but it is an opinion nonetheless you don't have to agree with anything You don't have to agree with everything that everybody says, you know, but I think it is important to not only get an understanding of another person's position, but also see things through their lens, see things through their perspective, because it allows you to learn more. It also allows you to be able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. How would they react to the situation? if it was me and you know someone knocked the books out of my hand i might depending on like how i woke up or the how the day was going so far i might get angry and you know be like what the heck man like why'd you do that or i might just you know per usual if they you know walk away hopefully they walk away with it um and you know don't like stand there waiting for me to say or do something Um, I I would just pick up my books and I'll just be about my way kind of thing. Sometimes, uh, as I'm giving my, my usual response, right? Just walking away from it. Sometimes you need to learn how to pick your battles, And I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts. Um, some things are just not worth fighting for. That it's not something that's really going to add to your life then why even pursue it in the first place your time on this earth is so very limited if someone wants to be a jerk if someone wants to be mean I, won't, I don't want to say let them be mean to you because I feel like that sends the wrong message across but don't let What they're doing. Don't let their actions, you know, change who you are as a person. I think one of the most important things when it comes to dealing with abrasive characters, just dealing with people in general that are mean or rude for any given reason, is to just, you know, you keep your cool. But most importantly, you know, you stick to who you are. You don't let what someone else says or does in passing of the few seconds or moments of your life define your life dictate your life or you know you don't even have to let it influence your decisions there are instances where yes they can be offering good advice or they can be offering you insight based on things that they've seen experienced themselves or seen other people have to go through experience and in those ways that's you know constructive criticism that's not what i'm talking about here i'm talking about people that are abrasive characters that are you know wanting to find any reason to put you down any reason to be mean just not support you in any way form or fashion and you will meet these people They, they come and go through your life um They're more commonly known as haters, you know. Uh, But I think it's also important to understand that not everybody that, you know, offers you criticism or opposes your view is a hater. You know, when it's your friends, when you have a good friend group, they're around you not to just tell you what you want to hear. I don't think that it's a good idea to have friends that are just, you know, yes men or yes women kind of thing. Yes people. Right? I don't think that that's a good idea. I think that it's really important for you to surround yourself around people that will tell you how it is. They'll be honest with you. They'll be blunt about the reality of things. But, you know they'll keep your feelings in mind because they're your friends or they're your family and they care about you. They're not going to just say things to just hurt your feelings just because. They don't want that. They care about you. But they're going to tell you the truth. And you you want that. You want to always value when people tell you the truth because honesty is one of the, you know, it's the best policy. And it's one of the biggest attributes that people look for and, you know, friendships relationships any type of ship really they 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 value honesty and they look for honesty in people as I said you know any type of ship relationship that you have with your friends relationship you have with a significant other relationship that you have with you, like your workplace or your school kind of thing they have academic honesty they have workplace honesty any it's one of the most valued traits that you could ever have. So, you know, always be honest with others and always, always, always be honest with yourself. You know, always be honest with yourself. When you're able to understand yourself and, you know, what type of person you are, how you're going to be interacting with people, right? And you understand the other people that you're interacting with, maybe they're not, you know... The best people, maybe they're just not, you know, your cup of tea. But surrounding yourself with personalities that balance and unbalance you, I feel is a good thing. You don't want to always have people that are just agreeing with you in every single aspect. As I said before, it's not really, you know, something conducive to growth. Granted, if it is something that, you know, you're making the right decisions and stuff like that, you know, that's not a problem. But I think it's also really important to surround yourself with people with different personalities and also different perspectives. Because they'll be able to give you a lot more insight. Even if it is that you're choosing the best choice or the best thing at all times, you can always see it from a different way. If someone is, you know, agreeing with you, right? But how they explain it is a different thing. So I'll give an example for this. Um, When people do math, right? uh, Usually your teacher teaches you in one way. But there are infinite number of ways that you can get an answer per se. So if I say the number 12, there are so many things that I could do to get the number 12. I can divide 24 by 2 and get 12. I can multiply 3 times 4 to get 12. I can add 10 plus 2 to get 12 i could subtract 14 from 2 or 2 from 14 and get 12 there are, like there's so many ways i can get the number 12 right math in that sense is like the theory of different perspectives there's a different way that you can always solve this problem in infinite number of ways because there's an infinite amount of people well i don't say infinite amount of people but There are so many different people, so many different personalities, and so many different perspectives that they can offer you to get to this solution, a solution to a problem. And if it's something that's going to be a yes or a no, you know, there's only two choices there, but there would be a bunch of different reasons for why it could be no, and a bunch of different reasons for why it could be yes. And that's what I think it's really important um, that people understand when they surround people around them. The gift of understanding is one that like people should cherish so much because a lot of things do get lost in translation. A lot of arguments, a lot of falling outs happen because of misunderstandings. And as I said before, you could find multiple ways to get to the yes or the no of a solution or a problem right? But understanding why someone is getting to that answer, understanding why someone is disagreeing with you, understanding why someone is telling you, hey, this is not a good idea for you. You should maybe do this instead. Understanding their perspective of how they see it makes you more well-rounded in terms of how you think and how you portray your logic, how you, you know, base your decision-making. Because it's not just You're one view. You're surrounding yourself with people that have multiple views. And therefore, that gives you a more well-rounded answer, a more well-rounded decision. Uh, When applying to medical school, pharmacy school, dentistry school, you know, professional school in general, right? They look for well-rounded individuals, right? They don't want someone that just only had their head in the books They want someone that you know, for the lack of bad terms, you know, have a life outside of just, just the studying. They want to know that you're doing something else besides just boggling your mind just with your studies. They want to know what hobbies you have, what extracurriculars you have, what, um, basically like what, um, achievements you have from doing all of what you're doing whether it be academic will it be like professional personal achievements um just what what are you doing to make it so that they don't see you as just a grade they don't just see you as you know if you're student athlete they don't just see you as an athlete what they make you do is see you as they choose to see you as a person they don't want to see you as a number they don't want to see you as you know just another applicant they want to see you as a person so the questions they ask give them insight the info they ask on the application gives you that insight they want to know who you are at your core and as I talked about in a previous podcast To be able to tell people about it. You need to know for yourself. You need to understand yourself. To be able. To tell others. About you. Properly. I'd say. I think one of. The next. Most important things. Is. As I've mentioned before in a previous podcast. Is when you meet people. That you know, you may not always agree with them. And, you know, you have the term agree to disagree for a reason. It's to, you know, state you have different opinions on something, but you don't want to argue further. There's nothing really that's going to change in terms of stances for either party or multiple parties if that's the case, right? So it's important in those cases to learn to let things go because I know sometimes people have it that they want you to agree with them and like that is their goal they want you at the end of this conversation to agree with them but i think that it's the wrong goal i think that if you're having a conversation with somebody your goal is not to just have them agree with you or if they agree with you then it's fine but your goal shouldn't be to have them agree with you your goal is to allow them to see things from your perspective Allow them to understand your way of thinking. That should be your goal. To provide another person understanding and as well get understanding of their view. You learn a lot more and you don't have to be open to literally to anything that they really say. You don't have to accept everything and agree with everything. But it opens you up to seeing things from another perspective. Helps you with future decision making if not for that particular topic or subject. It can help you in the future with how you see how to decide something, right? Um, With that as well, there are certain people that, you know, won't allow you to just, you know, agree or disagree, for lack of better terms, right? Um, Sometimes you just have to accept people. As for what they show you. And it's part of. Letting them show you. Who they are. Versus what you perceive them to be. Because there's you know a little bit of. You know dissonance or. Disparity. For how we see people versus ver- what they actually show them of show us of themselves right uh we see this in relationships a little bit more but it's like you think this person's like the greatest thing since sliced bread you know you think they're they're just awesome right but are they really awesome what if what have they really shown you that would you know, back up what you're saying about them. What are they really doing that would back up and reinforce that thought that you have of them, that that notion that you have of them? What are they? What are they actually doing that would solidify that position in your mind? Is there something that they can do to change that position, whether it be you know positive? or negatively but what are they doing in terms of their actions how they act towards you and how they act towards others that allows you to see them in that way are they kind because they're kind to you or are they kind to everyone else I feel like that's a big difference Um, sometimes you'll come across where you meet somebody new for example and you meet them, you know, you think they're super nice and everything like they, you don't have problems. You have, you know, y'all can talk about whatever, you know, very friendly. They're, you know, go out their way to help you in things. But another person can have a completely opposite opinion of them. Oh, this person, you know, they're so rude. They're so mean. They're so inconsiderate. And it's just like, oh, well. This person has a completely different view of this person than I do. So none of that causes some disparity, right? You don't know whether this person is actually a good person or a bad person. So you let their actions speak louder than their words in that sense, right? It may just be that you're a new person. They can make a new impression on you and it not be the same as their old one that they've been carrying around with people that, you know, actually know them. Of course, they're going to, you know, first impressions matter matter so much. So, of course, they're going to put their best foot forward to make it so that you don't perceive them as what they already are being perceived at, for, say, at the, you know, at the office or whatever. They're going to want to make a change. And it can be a change for the better, a change for the worse. It could be, you know, manipulation good or bad, you know, it could be that, you know, they've done stuff wrong in their past and they want to change, but it could also be, you know, they just want to manipulate how you see them so that they have somebody in their corner, and this can also be a good or a bad thing, right? If people misunderstand or misinterpret your actions or your words and you don't offer them explanation of to why you're doing so, then yeah, that can you know, they can look at you as an abrasive character. They may not want to be around you. They may not you know want to talk to you, kind of thing. And you didn't really have the intention of being on the wrong foot with anybody, but that's how it is, right? So in cases like that, I I think it's really really important, um, especially when you're new, in any aspect is if it's your new job new school, um, you know, even new relationships, new friendships. People are going to want to put their best foot forward at all times, obviously. But it is so important to look at how people treat you versus how they treat others, right? And uh, I think a good test that, you know, a lot of people do, Um, Both for friendships and relationships, Um, you can look at how people treat the homeless. Look at how people treat, um, you know, I don't want to say like charity donations, but like, you know, helping people for less fortunate than them. But a really, really important one is how that person will treat their waiter or waitress, right? How they treat those that are serving them. Do they seem pretentious or do they seem kind? Are they laughs and giggles or are they authoritarian? Right? Those are the type of questions you always want to ask yourself. I see them as this, but are they really this? How do they act towards other people? Right. Are they treating me differently than they treat other people? If so, why? What makes me special that they want to treat me differently, right? These are questions that you should always be asking yourself when it comes to you knowing somebody newly for the first time. Uh, I mean, newly for the first time. And then over the course of you knowing people, actually, you always want to ask this question, you know, what what purpose am I serving in this person's life? Am I helping them grow spiritually? Am I helping them grow professionally? Am I helping them grow personally? What am I contributing to this person's life? And what are they contributing to mine? As I said before. This podcast and other podcasts that I've done. The time that you have on this earth is limited. So you always want to make the best of the time that you're given. The best way. Excuse me, the best way to do that is to you know, as I said in a previous episode, know your expectations of other people, understand yourself and the expectations you have for yourself, understand your roles that you play in people's life. understand the importance you play in people's life and relate them all together right that's the that's the big thing you want to do. You want to make sure that you relate them all together. And that's in general like how you would deal with, that's how you deal with people. That's how you navigate the world. The most important thing is just understanding, you know? That's the most important thing. And understand that it is a very, very treasured tool. And if you have it, you know, never give it up. Never stop seeking answers. Never stop seeking inclinations. Always try your best to understand people. Because it will bring you a lot farther than closing off every aspect of you from hearing this person out. All right? Okay. So, that's going to be the end of the topic Discussion. So, we're gonna start winding down this podcast episode. It's a little shorter than usual, but um, that's alright. So we're gonna think about three good things that happened today. So, three good things. Number one, I submitted my applications to pharmacy school, so I should be hearing from them soon. Two. got selected for, for the review for a max the Maxim magazine uh, Maxim Maximum Cover Girl Contest. That was really cool. I really didn't expect that. Um, like really didn't expect that. That's kinda that's kinda crazy. And three um I'm looking at, like, scholarships and, you know, grants and stuff for things to do, and there is one really, really cool one that I found that's literally, like, what I've been wanting to do, you know, in my life, and it's basically a paid-in-full grant, and I would get to go to Ireland if I fill it out and get accepted, so those are, like, really, really cool things that happened to me today, just like a lot of you know good news um, it feels so real but like I'm I'm really happy about it so I'll let you guys all know in updates and everything you know what's going on what's happening and uh, you know, where you can support me for you know those things um, but yeah I want to thank you guys, as always, so much for tuning in. You know, you can always tweet me your topic questions, ideas, and, you know, if you just want to tweet at me, at an apple a day with two y's. Thank you guys so, so much for listening in, and I hope you guys have a very, very blessed rest of your day, and that'll be it. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.